You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. As many of you know, you know part of this whole journey of podcasting, live audio, creating content um, is about creating participatory content, right? I'm a big believer in two-way conversations, love interacting with you, the listeners, the community. And I've been doing you know, Clubhouse and Twitter spaces for you know, multiple, you know, over the years. I probably have done I bet you 2,000 uh, live audio spaces, and sometimes they're planned, strategic. Sometimes they have guests that are you know, we have onboarding. Other times, uh, it might be just me solo. I've recorded a lot of the podcast episodes, of course, uh, from uh, Twitter Spaces. But you know, there are some times where I like to say, like Twitter Space magic happens, and really, it's just this idea of uh, you know organic people coming in and connecting the dots. And I just have to say, maybe one of my favorite. Twitter spaces in a long time happened last night. And I said, you know what, this is so valuable and so much good information shared with so many different unique voices. <clears throat> many of them you'll recognize from past guests, of the podcast, even some uh, NFT founders that we minted into our collection. And so what we decided to do is I cut off the, uh, the beginning. I, I edited a couple spaces um, in the audio where the Twitter space wasn't as, uh, let's just say, vibrant or active. But what I decided to do was for this episode, we're just going to let you listen uh, to the Twitter space that we did uh, last night. And really the whole premise of it was you know, the journey of, uh, of NFTs, the journey of, of Mint 365. And what was really cool was that you're going to hear from you know, a project that we minted, number 31. The, he happened to be the founder and, and was a guest of the podcast uh, on number 43. And then you're going to hear from Travi and a couple others, you know, Drew, um, that are you know launching projects now, including Austin from Collected Gaylords, uh, whose project's coming up uh, in the near near future. But there's also a lot of love and a lot of uh, positivity, and I just think it's a really good uh, example of what this whole space is about. And I and this is also a challenge. If you enjoy this episode, you enjoy this content. Uh, I will challenge you to raise your damn hand in our next Twitter Spaces and join us in the future. Uh, we are going to try to do these much more regular. And if you don't want to miss out on our Twitter spaces, you can just go to my profile on Twitter, iSocialFans, click the bell, and then you can just say uh, uh, Twitter spaces. You don't have to turn the bell on for all of my tweets, but you can turn it on uh, for Twitter spaces. Therefore, you'll get a notification in your feed each time that I'm recording a live Twitter space. So it's that good of a piece of content. Uh, and we pulled it from our Zealous, who is a, a great partner of ours. We have the full transcript. We'll put a link to Zealous here in the in the uh, show notes so you can check out all the things that Zealous is providing us. Transcripts, easy to share parts of this episode. But um, without further ado, my friends, I'm going to lead you into, you're going to jump right into this Twitter space that we ran uh, last night full of lots of great information, positivity, and uh, 
we is greater than me is definitely the uh, byproduct of this. Cheers, everybody. Uh, we, we reached out to a couple people. Um, actually, I just see Jeremy popped in. Jeremy, I don't know if you can uh, jump in and um, and uh, speak. I know Mr. You know Jeremy was one of our our very first guests, and I would argue one of my um, my favorite NFTs in my collection happens to be an X Punk. We we minted a, a non binary with blonde hair and 3D glasses in the X Punks collection, uh, and I still remember that day. I remember that entire week. Uh, that X Punks was uh, was minting for many many weeks and months and uh, others. Jeremy, Jeremy, it's been a while, my friend. How are you doing? What's up? Yeah, it's been a long time. Man, you believe? I mean, you were one of our very first guests all the way back in uh, in December, and now this Friday will be day three sixty five for us. And uh, man, it's been a wild ride. That is it? crazy. It sounds exhausting. Kudos to to you and everyone involved in in that. Like that's amazing. Um, yeah, it sounds exhausting because it, it without question was. Um, and as you know, as a, you know, like, I mean, this has been a, a roller coaster. And yeah, for those that are jumping in now, I mean, I mean, X-Punks, whenever I discovered, you know, X-Punks, I remember, you know, that Monday kind of discovering expansion uh, punks and then hearing your story with um, the reason for you kind of creating the project. Of course, you have a, uh, a full-time gig. I, I, I'm not sure. Are you still with Microsoft now? No, uh, I, uh, I left. I left about four or five months ago, I'm with a gaming company that's building a web three game. Nice. All right. So yeah, give us an update. I would love, so we've been doing, we're doing those spaces um, each night at eight o'clock Eastern time, uh, you know, leading into Friday being our three sixty five. but I mean, x still to this day, you know, we, we've been, you know, we've been mint. I'm not sure what number, I'll have to look at what number x was on our list. I think it was, um, it was inside the first 30 uh, in our collection and we still, you know, I still, I'm still a proud holder of four in my personal bag, and we have one in the in the collection. But give us an update from you know, what's up with X Punks and what's up with uh, Jeremy and everything you have going on. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, so X Punks we minted out in December. Uh, we had mint. We we started mint in August of last year, August 14th, 15th. Um, slow mint, uh, and then all of a sudden in December there was a lot of uh, attention to the project, and it minted out kind of in a 90 minute spaces call. Um, and then the commitment all along from Xpunks was to create a DAO around it, um, put you know the the healthy chunk of like 34 percent of of all mint revenue into a treasury and give it to the community and um, create a multi sig wallet around it and uh, and then establish a DAO around it and that's what we did and so um, all of the all of that 34 percent all that mint revenue is um, is available to the community. You know, if you're if you're an owner, you can write proposals. You can, you you know, proposals get voted on in snapshot. Um, and there's there's no like all the secondary, even though you know secondary royalties are definitely a topic now. But all of that um, since its inception, all of that goes 100% to the treasury as well. So, um, you know, it's it's really a project for the community at this point. Um, even like the uh, the current kind of um, leadership roles and functions and like you know the discord mods the cm the, the cmo or the chief marketing officer everybody that works on the project at this point is funded by the treasury um you know there's there's no um cuz all the tre- all the royalties like i said and and all of the benefits of the project go back to the treasury so uh anyone you know someone was like hey we need a we need a more attentive cmo so 
you know, there was a there was an application process. People applied, and then we had an on chain vote to see who got it. Uh, and so everything about everything about the project now is is attempting to. It's an experiment in kind of a self sustaining, um, community driven uh, project to uh, to keep it going. And um, and so yeah, it's it's been an exercise of uh, learning new things, learning how to kind of build and you know, operate a DAO, learning new tech like snapshot and other gnosis safe and other kind of wallet tools and whatnot so uh pretty interesting space um and so that's been that's been the last i don't know 12 months i guess because we minted august so we're a little over a year since we minted out or since we launched and then um in that time uh i had been working at microsoft for the last 12 years i left uh back in early june and joined scopely scopely's a kind of a a somewhat well-known mobile um, gaming company, uh, and we're working on a soon to be announced, um, web three, uh, game that integrates NFTs. Excited to, to talk about that soon, but not yet, uh, cause we're not announced, but, um, been working there since June and, uh, pretty exciting stuff. Wow. Well, I mean, what a, I mean, what a cool update. I, I have to say like, you know, you've been hearing a lot on, you know, creator royalties, um, you know, that's been going on right now. Um, I remember your commitment and for those that are, you know, thanks everybody for jumping in here in the space. And um, I'll just say like, you know, I remember, you know, you were very, you were very um, like intentional, right. With, with how you wanted to to build the project. You also were managing, you know, your web two life. I remember, you know, the days where you were sitting in your car and getting coffee delivered while you were waiting for your, you know, your kids get done with sports and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like those, I, I feel like in a weird way, those were the good old days of web three, which is, uh, kind of crazy to think, but like, what's your take on like the whole space since, you know, X-Punk's mandate? I mean, you were, I mean, you were definitely one of the exceptions where you initially were like, Hey, I'm not, you know, like I, I wanted to, you know, create this, you know, you know, I remember your, your medium articles to this day, I still think are some of the best that have come out for, um, a project just on all of the thought process. And, you know, I own, you know, in my personal bag, I have one of the ones with a hoodie that has a smile that is a female. Um, you know, like I literally went, I have two non-binary in my personal collection um, that you really went like into a lot of detail. And then like this place turned into a little bit of a wild, wild west. So I'm curious, just like, what is your take been on this last 12 months of, uh, of the NFT space? Yeah, it is funny to think back you know, the space has changed so significantly from uh, last summer to to now. Um, and it was, you know, it, it felt like a wild, wild west back then as well, just because um, it's, it, I think that the interesting thing with it today and the way I see it now is just all the tools that, co- that have come along that make it easier for anyone to mint or anyone to create a collection. Um, and, you know, like I've even, so like with Xpunks, like I worked with Florian. Florian's a Solidity Dev, blockchain guru. He's the other co-founder behind Xpunks. Brilliant guy. Um, and that I would have never got that project off the ground had he not been the technical guru behind all of that. But today, like you know, anyone with uh, anyone with you know, a, a Photoshop and an idea and ten dollars can go and like create a collection and launch it on like Fair.xyz, for example. Um, and I, you know, as a test, you know, I have a, I have a free mint project that I did as a joke, like a few months back, about a month or so back, um, just to prove that point. And like, it's only like a tiny collection of like 300 assets. 
Um, but it's, it was just a fun kind of like, can I do a pixel project that's free that has no commitments, no community, nothing like that. But I, I wanted to see if I could use one of these like platforms that launch tools, uh, you know, like contract as a service essentially. And like, because of that, like there's just so many interesting things happening in the space now because anybody can do something. And, w- and when you have that many, uh, on ramps to being able to create stuff, it's really hard to keep up. There's, there's so much noise now. There's so much crap as well, frankly. And, you know, just to be honest, like there's so much just stuff out there now that it's really difficult to stay on top of everything. And that's what I think is driving all these crazy um, behaviors. Like I haven't like minted anything real lately. Um, The only thing I've been, you know, minting is like a couple of project projects that my friends have started couple of free mint projects, a couple of on-chain projects, because I thought they were like free to mint on-chain kind of things that are interesting. But, um, but yeah, like to me, it's, it's almost now, well, not even almost, it is too much to actually keep up with these days for myself. Like, um, with a full-time job in web three focused on other things, uh, it's really hard to kind of stay up to date on, I mean, you're, you know, of all the people I imagine you're probably, if not the, like one of the most in tune, uh, folks in the world in terms of, what is happening like on a day-to-day minting basis. Um, and I can't imagine like the amount of time that's required to like stay on top of all that. Yeah. I, I will gladly uh, dethrone myself from that position uh, very soon in the, in the sense of uh, to your point, it is a, uh, it's been wild, right? I, you know, we haven't gone a day yet, you know, since November 11th of last year, buying an NFT every day. And, you know, Jeremy, I, your perspective, you know, uh, I respected your, you know, your vision, I feel like, you know, there's been a lot of project founders that have come and gone. Um, you know, I, I'd say a lot of even projects that were kind of flooding um, the expansion kind of movement. And for those that yes. weren't aware back then, uh, you know, November, November, December, uh, especially, and I just put it up in the nest. So you were mint number 31. So we minted you on uh, yours on 1212, uh, December 12th, uh, which is kind of cool to, to think back uh, into our, into our collection. And you were, um, guest on, uh, episode number 48. So I know a lot of people here have listened to, you know, podcasts, but yeah, pretty crazy to think about that whole journey. Yeah. I mean, um, and yeah, like back then we were the only expansion project for the longest time, right? Like when we, when we created the expansion punks in August, there were no, like the whole yellow backgrounds, everybody knows like these other projects, like every other project had like an expansion collection. They all came based on, like you said, the, the Medium article that I wrote uh, and the process that we executed to expand the collection, like that became a, a playbook for a bunch of other um, derivative or expansion projects after us. So uh, it was pretty, at first I was frustrated to see all these other yellow backgrounds and all these other projects doing what we did. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of interesting to see uh, just the the wave of that movement that happened at that time. and and realize like, okay, it was kind of cool that we inspired a little bit of that. And for those that, you know, like if you think about that, right, like the Amber wave, and, and I remember your whole, you know, story and, the, and those can go back and listen to that episode, right? I still love that interview and, you know, and you were very you know, forthcoming and, you know, I, I remember, you know, it's kind of funny, like that was like in all, in all the, in like the scale of things that people gave a shit about back then, like we just spent hours arguing on, why projects need to be expansion and, and why, you know, like you looked at the collection of, of regular punks and you were, are you, are you still a punk holder to this day? You still yeah. Punks? I still have the yeah, seven, seven, four, one. 
there you go. So, so I mean, like, and I remember, like, you know, not only Girl Dad and like the idea of identifying some of the, you know, it was just some of the the, the nuances that didn't exist in the original collection, right? And I think, you know, the fact that when you went with the amber and you know, I'm now, you know, I've been a holder. Of, I mean, the amount of expansion projects that are in my wallet are are pretty high because I I just loved you know kind of the the commitment and what kind of you were you were building that space and you know for those that are jumping in too I, I would love to um we're gonna kind of jump around here a little bit but Jeremy uh, Travi who is up here I'm not sure if you know Travi but uh, Travi is uh is definitely an OG in the space and he's on the on the flip side of you right like you launched a project over a year ago um, he launches his project tomorrow uh, so his project uh, OG Journey that. Uh, I'm lucky enough to partner and advise on. So I'm just curious from a, a founder, and, and I, I will tell you, like for those that are out there, Jeremy, you had a very like a founder approach of being very um, kind of like dialed into that. Um, could you share just a little bit of like your take on like you know if if you were if you knew someone that like Travi that's starting a launch a project this uh, tomorrow, what are some of the things that you would just kind of throw out there that you've learned kind of over this journey? Um. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think one of the things is um, don't try to do too much too quickly. Like, I think it's surround yourself with good people. Don't like, don't promise the moon, like set yourself like up with a roadmap and with, um, with achievable short-term goals, because as soon as, as soon as a project starts to mint, um, you know, as soon as, especially if it's not a free mint, as soon as it starts to mint, like, all kinds of people have expectations, regardless of what even and and the thing is, is people don't read either. So even if you have a even if you have a roadmap that's out there that's on the site or whatever, as soon as it mints, people are gonna be like, when moon, why isn't the price going up? You know, they don't necessarily uh, you know, half the people in our collection, like when we first minted, um, you know, were there probably for the wrong reason, right? Like uh, whether it's half or more or less, you know, who knows? But uh, when we first minted in August, there were definitely a bunch of people that came in, minted a bunch. And then a week later, when we didn't mint out, they were like, hey, you know, when moon, why is the price going up? Like, you should do this or you should do that. And we were like, well, we have a roadmap. These are the things we've committed to. It was never our, you know, our primary objective wasn't to mint out necessarily. Like, we all wanted that, but it wasn't kind of everything we were focused on. Like, we 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 built the the project for a reason there was you know an ethos behind it and there's a mission behind the the treasury that we're building and the the DAO that we want to establish and so you know the, my advice there would be have like principles and have your your mission and your idea of of what success looks like for you and just stick to it and just reiterate that and just make that stuff available in discord and or on the website um and like you know at the end of the day it's hard, but try not to, um, try not to like steer too far away from those things. Because once you steer away from those things, then you have no bearings, right? Like you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you were. Um, and it's really difficult to kind of appease everybody. Uh, and so like, it's, it's easiest to kind of just focus on what you said you would do and do those things. Um, and then you'll always feel good about what you've brought to the table. Man, I mean, dropping the hammer, Jeremy. I, I love it, and um, I'm so thankful you jumped in the in the space. You know, it's it, for me. You know, this journey, looking back over this year, right, has been uh, it's been wild ride, right, and just being able to know, you know, um, like like yourself. Like I, I, I will tell you, I'll, I'll just say this openly here in the space. 
you know, whenever the, you know, the game that you're working on is at a place where you're ready to kind of make it public, let's, uh, let's get you on season two uh, of the podcast. We are, the podcast will continue in season two. Uh, the buying an NFT every day will not uh, be continuing into season two. We are going to, uh, you know, have the 365 collection go to auction uh, on, on November 11th. So uh, it's been, you know, it's been a wild ride. I know before I throw to Travi or, and I know I brought up uh, Becky as well, um, Chaz is here. Chaz has a, a short little timeline, um, and Chaz is one of our, our newer mints that we actually brought into our collection. And I've uh, been a big supporter of the of the community and the project. Chaz, thanks for for jumping in, and I know you have thanks, a lot of time, but nice to see you here, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me up. Um, yeah, um, I love that you like out of all the Halloween pieces that were out there. I was really pretty humbled that you grabbed one of mine. <laughs> Because I know there's a lot of Halloween stuff out there to choose from. I know I grabbed like probably like six or eight pieces of that stuff, like the, that kind of style but during on, on that day. So of I appreciate so that. T- tell the community a little bit about the, the art that you've been creating and a little bit about your background, if you can, while you're here. So I am a left-handed artist and not by choice. Like 13 years ago, I had brain surgery, had a TBI. I was in a coma for like 12 days and like ended up becoming this crazy creative like – left-handed individuals like it was kind of a blessing in disguise and like i just took, took my disabilities and, and made them made them, made them into a dis- into an ability and made it like i only tell people this story and start off with this because like i want people to be inspired by some of the stuff that i've done i started off doing photography um had a big project on open sea for a while um and that kind of just kind of fizzled out like halfway through it so recently i, I just jumped in with um taking my photography and and layering it with like using that as a background into AI and doing photo bashing and then running it through Photoshop and doing all kinds of other crazy cool stuff to it. So I mean, that's what I've been, I've been up to lately. And I started doing additions on known origin when I got on there. Um, I got, I got accepted on known origin back in August, August 2nd and put up a four piece, um, a four piece Genesis drop with the world point one, And there's only one of those left actually. And then recently and then I started doing additions and just started rocking it. I couldn't even believe like the luck that I had with additions and how much people loved them. You know, it was really neat to like to see people be able to get affordable art, stuff that I usually charge a lot more for as a one-on-one, and then be able to collect those those pieces, you know. So I did the 13 days of uh, Halloween, 13 before day, 13 days for Halloween at 13. First, I was gonna do hundred editions each and then burn the excess ones. That was that's one of these. And um, and then I discovered how much it was how it was going to cost me to burn a hundred, so I pivoted and decided to do the the next the next twelve just thirteen editions for thirteen bucks each. Or at that point, it was like zero point one was like thirteen bucks. So started doing that like daily drops every day, and I made it where anybody that collected all all thirteen of them got an animated uh, NFT with my music that I made on it. That was like a multi multi image kind of animated together, morphed together two minute little track with a two minute track the like techno track that I put on there and like said it was a four four people got the got the NFT because it was only three people four people that, that it collected collected that one um the all 13 of them so as soon as that one ended I just kicked off another one a couple days a couple days after that and um I'll show that I'll throw that up there right now this is here's a little tweet that I just made for it uh there it is There's that one. That's this is the one that I'm working on now. So I, it's basically a spin off of the um off of the 
Dragon Goddesses, which is my, my Genesis collection of one to ones, and I did I'm doing a seven day drop, seven ten ten editions each, seven days, seven pieces, the same deal. Anybody that collects all seven of them gets to a gets gets transferred to them uh in an animated with a couple minute with music on it piece that I'm that I'm gonna make just for all the, just for that. And the, the only ones that ever existed those is, is people that earned it by by collecting the entire series, the whole set. So that's pretty pretty fun. You know, I, I've been doing like that, it. and there's a got another thing going on. Foundation is like I'm doing 100 NFTs in 100 days, where every time I get a sale with those collection with that collection, I go buy other one-on-one artists that don't have that much of a following or that, that don't have that much like needs a light shine on them, and like that are up and coming, and 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 mostly with a big focus on women in NFTs. And I'm building a spatial gallery for all of them. There's none of my art, but only everybody else's art that I collect off the sales of that. Um, so, and that so far I've, I've gotten like 38 sales from that one. Yeah, 38 sales and, and, uh, and, uh, and runs day 60, 68 right now, 38 sales. And I've collected 79 pieces of art for the, for the spatial. And it's already set up. Like it's already, it's being built as it goes along. So love that. I, I love that. I love that piece. And I, I know, and I, you know, I just say for the, the, for all those that are in here, right. I think. One of the things that I can say as a, um, you know, as a content creator, but also as a kind of a curator of this Mint 365 collection, you know, Jeremy's here from, you know, X-Punks. And, and I'll say when I minted X-Punks um, at the time, I really had no intention other than to mint only projects on Ethereum and Solana and really focus only on PFP projects. I, I minted a couple um, in the first 60 days, a couple one-of-one one artists, but um I, I just felt like I was a foreigner in that space. I didn't know um, what great one-of-one art was. Um, I sure as hell would never have thought of myself uh, as an NFT artist or artist in this space. And I, I think, you know, as, as cool as it is, just this whole journey, you know, Chaz, I love that we were able to add, you know, your piece to our collection here, you know, all the way near the end. And I will say, like, I my appreciation for the work that you, that, that people like yourself have done. And I love your story and your openness about, you know, you turning, you know, uh, something that, you know, a vulnerability and a disability into a, and a superpower. And in, you know, in all intents and purposes, you're also, you know, demonstrating the creativity that can come around, you know, creating art, right. It's, it doesn't mean that we have to have, you know, a discord with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and, and all of these different uh, pieces, right. We can actually get creative and, you know, I, I, you know, with our collection, with my AI art, you know, those that are, if you own one of the pieces of our, of the AI art that I dropped 11 different ones, um, we're going to, you'll get a claim on, on this Friday where you'll be able to claim uh, the 12th piece and it won't be I for sale. That. It'll only be for those. Yeah. Oh yeah. So by the uh, way, I got um, curated by Mark Kelly, one of the publishers for Nifty Gateway, one of my pieces is going in his his Sunday drop um, nice. on Nifty Gateway. Is that, is that Saucebook? Is that yes? Uh, yes. Nice. Oh, big yes. He, we, he curated me for one of my pieces. I sent him like five to choose from. He was like, "Dude, why you want to make me sweat?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I you finally that. picked one of those five. He's gonna put. It's not. It's gonna be in that collection. So it's one of my pieces. That's. <laughs> I love that. And and Saucebook is. Uh, He's a holder of many of my pieces. Uh, I also we minted one of his um, into our our mint three sixty five as well. And yeah. uh, I actually I actually know there's a there's uh, one or two people in the audience here uh, today that we're going to kind of include in uh, one of our future uh, nifty drops. But uh, yeah, Chess, thanks so much for 
for coming in and sharing your story. And you know, I yeah, appreciate thank your you. support as well of the project. You've been yeah, a, a anybody wants to check out my timeline, dude. I've got a bunch of different stuff on there, and like I, I even got curated on the on the Maker's Place with some really high end stuff too. So that's all on my timeline. If anybody wants to check it out, I really appreciate any support. You know what I mean? I, I go, all of it goes back to the community. Most of it's back to the community anyways. You know what I mean? I always buy other people's stuff and, like, put them on display for them, you know? Well, yeah. And I'll tell you. So, you know, it's funny. Um, the segue between Jeremy and, and Chaz is pretty interesting just because, you know, Jeremy was one of the first people that I had ever saw in this space that decided to said, hey, I, wanna, I want all secondary sale royalties to go towards the Dow. And I remember part of that was Jeremy's commitment to, hey, I got a lot of work going on. Hey, I'll be there I got a lot of other things happening, right? Like, and and Chaz, like, just the idea of like where you're using some of the profits to buy back into art, like that isn't the norm, right? For everybody that's in here listening, there, you know, I know it's not. <laughs> but there, I but spent about good, an ETH so far on on other people's art. And I think that's the beauty, right? I think there are, you know, we, we often sometimes I think struggle to find. Um, yeah. you know, the people that are, we believe are doing great things that are, are set up for great things. So, um, yeah, Chaz, thanks so much. Yeah. For, I got to jump back up. into work right now. So we just came All in. Right. So, yep. but uh, I, thank hey, you for I, having you me, man. I appreciate your, you. You took your lunch break. I'll be in here tomorrow us, too. So much, much love, my friend. You too. All right. All right cheers. All right. <clears throat> and so, I mean, so yeah, thanks everybody for jumping in. This is, you know, we're doing a space. Uh, I see so many of, of familiar faces in here. Uh, many projects that are in here that we minted. If you are, part of a project that we minted for Mint365 or, you know, want to share something uh, about the journey, just go ahead and raise your hand. We'll bring up uh, some more people as well. Uh, I know we have Craig and Becky up and Travi. And and Travi, you got a little taste. Uh, I know I had a I segued it over there to Chaz, but um, you got a little taste of uh, of Jeremy. I mean, talking about like true OG uh, in the space. Travi, what, what's your take? You're on the, the night before. I remember I remember Drew Cohen the night before Meta Athletes dropped and uh, and what that was feeling like. Uh, how's it going for you? And give us a little update, Travi. What's up, Fanzo? What's up, everybody? Um, Jeremy, you hit it right on the head, my friend. And uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I just want to say, Chaz, Chaz is a real one. I wish Chaz didn't have to drop off. He's got a lot of ideas, a lot of things I was already sort of kicking around for things I wanted to do. So I might have to connect with Chaz a little bit. Uh, there's a train in the background. I don't know if you can hear. But yeah, man. Um, so it's funny because... You know, in planning this, um, this drop, which is called The Journey, and the first character drop is coming out. There's going to be an array of characters sort of uh, telling a story over the course of a long period of time. And Fanzo and, and Jordash and a bunch, bunch of us who are in London, we were chopping it up a little bit. And you you all know, you know the, I, I was a little hesitant to drop something on the blockchain because um, I wanted to make sure that I was doing it for, um, in my mind, what was the right reason. And it's not to say like other people have the wrong reasons for doing it i just know like my my background um it was definitely probably a little bit different than a lot of people who i know and have have met in this space um so yeah having worked as a, a teacher of kids with special needs and behavioral disabilities for almost 20 years um i kind of transitioned into this web3 world and did a lot of research fans though as you know and you know just the last week in london with you and jordash and meeting a lot of the artists and founders um it really instilled that I have to lead with my heart and everything Jeremy said is, is exactly, exactly what was uh, reinforced. So yeah, it's the night before the pre-mint. Um, the pre-mint's coming at, at noon, uh, Eastern time tomorrow for anybody who got on that list. But yeah, fans, though, there's definitely some of those jitters, but, um, it's nice to see what people like Jeremy are, are doing, you know, now that they've kind of been through the grind a little bit. 
Yeah, and how funny is it just from like uh, contacts and Jordash just rolled up in here. I know uh, it might be bath time uh, for Jordash as well. But, you know, how interesting is it, you know, Jeremy wasn't, you know, privy to uh, the conversation that myself and Jordash and Travi had in London uh, three days ago. Uh, and a lot of what we were kind of advising and sharing right with you, Travi, and um, you are not only uh, heart led and heart driven, but you uh, have a social good mission. You have a, 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 a real, you know, and I'll say, you know, Jeremy probably has a lot of lessons on um, DAO creation, on the nuance. I remember when the DAO voting was going on, uh, Jeremy probably has nightmares uh, about those days of like uh, figuring out how to, um, you know, how to divvy up power, but how to also make it to where people are, are voting. And uh, I remember just the community DAO, and there's so many things there. I don't, Jeremy, you have any like take on that um, that you want to share? I know I'm kind of picking your brain here, but um, sure. I mean, you did that such a in such a well. You know, a, a, you were doing it before anyone else thought it was cool, and you were doing it. You kind of had to learn a lot for us. So I know many of us in this room have, have thought about that that realm. So can you give us a little bit of lessons learned? I mean, yeah, like one of the one of the big things on on DAOs is uh, it's actually a ton of work to maintain a DAO. Like it's one thing we we spent a lot of time back in the you know q1 time period calendar year q1 of pulling together like dow operating model materials you know powerpoint decks we did three days of like dow onboarding in our discord where we had kind of like you know one hour meetings twice a day for three days uh to make sure that like people understood what it like what a dow was you know not everybody in a collection obviously is you know super tuned in to kind of the latest and greatest of of what a DAO is. So we had to like start from the beginning with like onboarding, educating, what is a DAO? What does it mean to kind of, you know, not have, you know, centralized authority in terms of what we do and what does it mean to like write a proposal? What is a, what is an, what is a, you know, what is the, what are the components of a um, XIP, which is what we call an expansion improvement proposal? Uh, what is the, like, what is the structure of one of those, proposals look like and you know what are the features that you know you have to have in a proposal for it to be viable um all these things like so we did three days of that um and like for anyone that wants to build a dao like go join the expansion punks discord and go to the dao session like the dao overview channel and just take some of that material like steal it i mean it's we put it in there because we wanted to kind of um establish kind of a starting point for you know how to how to form a dao um the reality, though, is like, you know, we had these visions of like, hey, we want 20, 25, 30 percent of X-Punk owners voting in our in our um, proposals, you know. And at the beginning, you know, we had some that were like 10, 11, 12 percent of, of votes of, of X-Punk's representative votes. Now we're like, you know, lucky if we get 5 percent. And it's just the market is so exhausted right now and people are in so many different discords and focused on so many different things. Um, it's, you know, the reality is it's difficult to get people to show up and like spend the 10, 15 minutes reading the proposal and understanding what the vote is for and doing their own due diligence to understand whether they should vote for it or not. Um, and then finding, you know, how to go to snapshot and vote on something like you're asking a lot of people to like be invested and to be part of something like that and commit their time to kind of staying up to speed on what's going on in your one project. Um, and so, uh, that's a struggle and we're, and we're there right now where, you know, uh, 
we have a, a CMO that is c- compensated. They're paid for by the treasury to be involved, but their job is more on the marketing side than it is on the operational day-to-day logistics of a Dow side. Um, one of the things we don't have right now that, you know, I've been contemplating writing a proposal for is hiring like a legit, you know, dedicated Dow person, right? Like someone who will spend 10 hours a week looking at, you know, looking at our treasury, looking at proposals that have been suggested, writing up like well-intentioned, you know, well-structured proposals that will, will actually be executable, um, all those kind of things. Um, because right now it's kind of, you know, we've got literally like the, uh, you know, ETH is all over the place. ETH, ETH is down right now. But the last time I actually looked at the value of our treasury, it was like $350,000, um, which is sad because it was a million bucks when ETH was like four grand. But, uh, but we yeah. We don't talk I mean, about like, those times. We don't yeah, talk we don't about talk about those, those times. times. So, yeah, That's yeah. fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like it's, it was, uh, it's a, it's a challenge to kind of, it's one thing to set up a DAO we've, you know, we're lucky because we have a ton of money in our treasury. Um, but it also takes a lot to keep them going. So, uh, you know, for those like looking to set up a DAO, um, you know, beg, borrow and steal, start, start by stealing, steal, steal best practice documentation and, you know, go, go steal some of, you know, the PowerPoints that we've put together that explain the operating model and explain how things work and in finesse those to, to fit your scenario or fit, fit your community. Um, but then it's really like think through also what it takes uh, week in and week out to actually manage. And, and when I say like the day-to-day management, why it takes so much time is, you know, people are like your your average community member isn't going to write a thoughtful proposal at the end of the day. They're going to write, you know, a couple of paragraphs and they're going to think it's good on their side. But to actually make it work, you're going to have to like restructure it and rewrite it in a way that covers off on all of the key kind of prerequisites for a solid proposal. like. It's got to be executable. It's got to have owners behind it. It's got to have someone to validate it. If if it requires any kind of dev work, like who's going to do the dev work? Like in the early days of of what I've seen in in DAOs, people will come in and like write a proposal, like, "Hey, expansion punks, we should we should have a custom marketplace on our own website, like so that we don't have to go through OpenSea, and then we can take a a, a larger percentage of the you know, like we don't have to pay two and a half percent to OpenSea, and we can pocket that for our treasury, like." all these like interesting ideas and like, Hey, that's a great idea. But like you writing three sentences about it does not make it a proposal, right? Like, like who's going to do the dev work. You like, you can't write a proposal that requires somebody else to do work unless that other team or that other person is somehow compensated and has agreed to do that work through the proposal itself. So getting, getting people to understand the difference between a true DAO and uh, the use of, and I'll say a, a quasi DAO or the use of DAO tactics to run it, to run a centralized business. Those are two different things, right? It's one thing to have a true DAO and to write proposals that are written in a way that they're self-executable. Um, it's, that's very different than an actual company with compensated salaried employees and then standing up DAO type systems to get feedback for those compensated people to actually do their, their job that they're going to do anyway. So I know I'm rambling at this point, but like, um, like true DAOs are really hard to self, like to keep, to keep sustained and to, and to keep incentivized. And like, that's the, you know, that's the challenge right now with, I think many of the DAOs is, is getting quality content in and having quality moderation and quality kind of 
um, management of the ongoing day-to-day operations. Dropping some bombs there, fans. Though I, I'm glad this is recorded because I'm gonna I'm gonna have to play this back at like numerous times throughout the course of of my journey here. Well, and I just gotta say, I'm gonna. Um, most of y'all know I don't toot my own horn uh, very often, but uh, I I got Jeremy on the podcast inside of our first fifty freaking guests, our first fifty episodes, right? And uh, for all those that talk about this space and you know act like they know what's going on, like I I mean I remember. You know, Jeremy, I appreciate all that insight, right? I think there's, you know, it's easy for us to throw around vernacular, and, and I'm not a big fan of of allowing certain things to become buzzwords. I think it, it's important for us to educate around topics that, you know, sometimes are, are unfortunately used as buzzwords, and that you just literally give a masterclass on the on the DAO component that I think uh, everyone could probably learn from across the board. So I appreciate that, my friend. Yeah, happy to. So um, we're, we got Becky up here, uh, who's been up here for a little while, uh, Craig, and I got Nato up here as well. Uh, Jordash joined us. Jordash, are you? Uh, are we? Are we bathing uh, children at the moment? With, with, where, where are we at, my friend? Give me, give me a couple minutes. I got you. I got you. I got you. No worries. See that? I, I love. This is Web three and its finest. Uh, I love supporting everyone in between jobs, in between parenting. Um, that is what it, it is all about. Becky, uh, I love that you were you jumped in. And I, I pulled you up. I, it's been a while, but you've been rocking it with your uh, spaces, of course, doing all the things you're doing. How are you doing? How's everything going? Hi, Fanzel. Um, yeah, things are, you know, things. Um, I don't want to sell a pipe dream, but yeah, Girls Night is going amazing. Um, for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, me and my co-host, the Liz Morrison, she's Liz. Liz NFT on Twitter um, started a space 15 weeks ago, um, which is wild to think. We have ran it weekly every single Thursday for 15 weeks now. And um, it's really been amazing. It's been super fun as this market is what this market is. Um, I feel like that's the one hour a week where you can like really just let your hair down and congregate with a bunch of very thoughtful, very intentional DJs and, you know, speak your mind and maybe hear a little bit of value from some guest speakers and really just connect with the community, with listeners, other builders in the space, you know, ideas have been formed. <laughs> Thoughts have definitely been shared. Um, Travi's been a mainstay. He is like a OG girls night attendee, which by the way, opens the topic. Um, it's called girls night because Liz and I are girls and identify as such, but it is open and inclusive to literally everyone. Um, I am a very big advocate for inclusion, so I would never, ever alienate anyone. So, yes, it's called Girls' Night, but it is for everybody, and it has been so fun. It's been really great. Liz and I are actually um, working right now behind the scenes to potentially expand the brand, so we'll see how it goes. But thank you so much for pulling me up. Love it. 15 weeks. Congratulations. That is yeah. That is awesome. I pinned it up here across the in the nest for all those up there. Just pound that little button up there with a tweet, and then hit that set reminder so you can check it out. I was, I remember, I was trying, I was begging my flight to get delayed uh, during the interview that Travi was there on that guest. Uh, I remember that. Like I, I literally was telling. I told the steward as I got on. I was like, "How much could I give you to kind of hang out here near the gate so I don't lose my uh, my cell service so I can hang out on uh, on Girls Night?" And I thought that was it was it's a great show. I'm. 
I am curious, you know, you've been in this space uh, yourself and Vic and uh, for a long while. I'm curious, just, you know, there's a lot of, you know, FUD. There's a lot of negativity. We did a really long space on Alpha Mondays last night on creator royalties, which I thought was really positive and uplifting. But I'm curious, like, what keeps you motivated or excited about uh, this current, you know, Web3 NFTs and what it kind of brings into your world? Yeah, great question. Um, I think the biggest thing that keeps me here is the ability to very transparently and very authentically be myself. Um, That is, it has been my North Star, my guiding light. I'm really just so deeply enveloped at this point in the community. I am obsessed with the connections that you can make in Web3 with some of the most brilliant minds, the most generous hearts, the most giving humans, just the most caring and very like thoughtful people. And it's really the people. It is every single connection I've made. You included Fanzo. Um, Travi is like a ride or die for me. I, I'm i just, I feel so blessed. And also shout out to Jeremy, definitely dropping some nuggets. Um, Jeremy was one of the first people that Vic and I like met in real life in the space. Um, well, me, especially maybe not Vic, but, um, yeah, we had like coffee with him one morning and, um, it really like opened my mind to what the world of web three could be. It was like earlier in my journey. I didn't even have an ex punk yet. That's how early it was. And if you guys have seen any of Vic's stories, you know, now I have like five or six that are like the multiple stages of me getting ready for the day. Um, which is fun. But yeah, I would say the biggest thing that you see here is the people. It's it's those connections, those very authentic relationships. I think when you envelop yourself in such a global movement, it's you start picking out the people that see things the way that you do and that really truly want the best for you and themselves and, you know, our friends and family and each other. And I am sticking really close to those people and those really are the souls that keep me motivated every day to keep going. And like I said, I don't want to follow pipe dream. It is not all rainbows and sunshine and butterflies. I have definitely been through the ringer over the last year. I mean, I'm, I'm trying really hard to be transparent about the struggle. It's real. We feel it. I think all of us feel it in a certain way and probably don't talk about it as much as we should. And I think for me, it's, just showing up and making sure that I am authentic and honest in myself and that I share that with people so that other people feel safe and supported to be authentic and honest in themselves. That's probably my single mission. And, and you're doing a lot more writing, I'm guessing, in the moving forward. I'm teasing you. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love, you know, I, and how cool is it? Like, I just love that, you know, Jeremy was, um, in the house uh, with X-Punks, um, you know, and, you know, for those that are just jumping in, I know we have some uh, newer ones that just jumped in, but we, we minted X-Punks back on 1212. Uh, so it was the 31st NFT that we minted. Uh, today we're minting our 362nd NFT. Um, and uh, Friday will be the, the culmination of our, our season one. And, you know, I remember, you know, Vic, connecting with Vic, uh, and I see he's here in the audience as well, uh, in that X-Punks community. And I'll just say, like, we were kind of the... It was one of those communities where there are people that understand the wave of expansions and 
what we were all building and it was just about good people coming together and like sorry we missed the crypto punk uh, movement and we weren't trying to be what they were but we were rallying around um some really really cool people and i thought to me that um was was part of what got me through like the december january time frame of this space and and funny enough i don't think any of us realized at that time how important those relationships were because i will just say um, so many people that like I connected with so deeply in December and January uh, have been the people I've leaned on. And it's like, please don't leave this space. Please, please stick around. Like we need, we need some, you know, all of these uh, amazing humans. So, you know, Becky, thanks for, for jumping up and sharing that. Congrats on, on 15 weeks. Uh, Vic, I, I love that you came in, you know, Jeremy, uh, I know how to drop down, but I, um, you know, I just appreciate his, his thoughts. Um, you know, this is also just for all those that are in here, uh, we pulled up Duckmaster as well. Love to uh, talk, bring him into the conversation here in a minute as well. Uh, I'll just say, you know, I bought an NFT every day, 362 days. We've done a podcast every day for 362 days. And the most interesting part of it is the the the, the synergy between all of this is that good people are what you're betting on. Um, for me, getting good people on uh, the podcast to share their vision, their mission, the things they care about. Uh, getting good people on our team, you know, a lot of our, you know, every one of our members of our team, um, you know, besides Drew and and Kevin, um, came from our community. Native, who's up here now, um, you know, she's been literally running and and spearheading everything that our our Discord represents, and all of that happens to do with just you know creating content, you know, creating a, a vision and a mission, and so um, this is kind of awesome. I just kind of love that. You know this. You know when I, we were going to do a daily space at eight PM, leading into our our final, you know three sixty five. You know for me, part of it was I didn't want this to be like a you know a you know pat on the back type fest. It was more of like you know reminiscing, but also just like we should all be very proud that we're here, and we should all be very thankful for you know it's not about like you know sunshine and ro- roses. Today was a pretty shit day when it comes to, you know, the amount of the amount of blood that is spewing out of my Coinbase app at the moment is uh is pretty damn red. And um not to mention just some of the you know the nuances of a two point five, right? Why are we letting these marketplaces continue to FUD our our space, right? If this is truly decentralized and we believe that no one entity or person should control things, we why does it seem like every couple of months we have the the nonsense that is right now, of course, FTX and and Binance and what we see going on there. But I, I just say for everybody that comes into this space, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not, this isn't toxic positivity. This isn't, uh, you know, blowing smoke up your ass. This is more about, you know, recognizing, you know, good recognizes good and uh, aligning ourselves with great people. And uh, sometimes the, the people have gone stray. Sometimes, um, you know, the people have, you know, come and gone, but I do believe in a, in a kind of a, a greater mission that we have uh, together. And so Craig, I know you were up here, uh, you jumped up, Craig. You've been a, a listener, a supporter of, of the community. I know you've been in this space for a while. Uh, nice to see you in this space, my friend. What say you? Hey, hey. How are we all doing? Doing great, my friend. Doing great. Please excuse the cars. I'm just walking back from the coffee shop with my coffee. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I've just been listening to you for a year. And, um, you know, we've connected many times. You know, Drew and I connect every second day. And, you know, some of the, a couple of the things that Jeremy raised were, you know, super important components to where we're at right now. And they are the fact that so many people have had to step away from Web3 right now. So engagement's down, 
People have had to go back to IRL jobs because, you know, they everyone got involved in that June to October period last year when, you know, we were booming, we were in a bull market and with the expectation of making money from Web3 and then obviously, you know, in November, December, we crashed and here we are today. And, you know, I just want to, you know, shout out kudos to you and Drew and everyone else for, you know, facilitating the education component of where we need to go to grow Web3 and get it back to where it needs to be and where it was six months ago. So, um, you know, I'm a big researcher, as you know, and spend a lot of time doing research. I do need to connect with Jeremy because Dow's is one part that I need a lot of education in. So, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to Jeremy at some point. But, you know, we're building now behind the scenes, as you know, with MetaRides and you know, we've been working on that for nine months and, again, our our goal was to be an inclusive project. So, you know, I've been into many metaverses and you want to buy a vehicle for the metaverse and the, the cost of them is extraordinary. So, you know, Sandbox, Decentraland. So, you know, we wanted to provide access to everybody, regardless of cultural background, regardless of social socioeconomic status. We just wanted to be able to bring people from all walks of life into the metaverse at, at, at an affordable rate so you know our vehicles will be from ten dollars upwards so you know it's it, this is the time to build as you know amen to that and i and i agree with you on the the dow conversation uh we have a couple guests uh talking dow but i also feel there's a difference between talking DAO, setting up a DAO, and then running a DAO, as we've heard Jeremy um, has done. And also, he set up, you know, the DAO was put there not because he wanted it as a utility. It was because he thought it was a necessary component on how Expansion Punks was needed to run. And I think that's also a lesson for, for all of us in this space, right? We don't need, you know, utility or technology for technology's sake. I actually think that's where a lot of projects have gone wrong, have gone, have gone rogue, have kind of miss the mark on on some of these uh cases but i think the beauty of it is when it's done correctly and and methodically and, and everybody heard it when jeremy shared up here i mean the the documentation's public right web3 literally lives a a we is greater than me uh kind of lifestyle mentality it's why i love this space so damn much is that um you know we lived in a world where people grew you know build really cool shit in a silo and then they just told us you know, it's kind of like a na 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 na. I get look what I built, and you're kind of screwed in SOL. And Jeremy literally just laid out the playbook of what they did with Xpunks, and then said, "Hey, all the documentation's in our Discord. Go in and steal that and build on top of it." And I think that's kind of the the premise of this space, which actually is a really kind of cool segue. Uh, Duckmasters in the house. Uh, we haven't talked in a, in a good while, my friend. But for those that aren't familiar, uh, Duckmasters been building in this space forever. And we have his project in the uh, in our in our Mint 365. I minted it uh, on day one. I minted, I believe, nine into my personal wallet, one into the collection. Uh, I believe I still hold almost every one of those that I, I have. I think I've also missed about 97 pieces of utility and technology that that you've rolled out, Doug Master. But uh, you know, uh, what's up, my friend? How you doing? Hey, found so how are you doing? Great, great here. A lot of work, you know, it's end of year, so we are trying to uh, run to finish the, our roadmap in Nonkadax, and also we are with the with the minting of Rouge for NFT venue, so we are really, really with a lot of work, but super happy, super happy for this end of year. 
I love it. So talk to, you know, for people that aren't familiar, you know, your project, I, I feel like, you know, this is pretty cool. This, this whole evening has actually turned out. Uh, this is the beauty of organic Twitter spaces is, um, you know, with Jeremy and Xpunks, when in that, you know, when we mentioned that in December, you know, a lot of their vision was, you know, hey, hey we're going to have this expansion project. We're going to kind of roll this out. And then, you know, I think for what you've mentioned and what you've done with, you know, with your community, um, the burn mechanisms, the the utility, the turning different things. Like, like I look at what you've done as really pushing the envelope, and and probably haven't got the uh, attention that you deserve. Uh, and even you know myself, like I I would joke like uh, Jeremy was laughing earlier. He said about the DAO. You know, I submitted to be on the board of the DAO, and I got on the first phone call, and halfway through, I told them, um, if this podcast continues, there's no way in hell I have enough time to be on this damn DAO. Like as much as I would have loved to do it, it was like, dude, this is crazy. And the same thing goes to being a, you know, a, a duck holder, right? I'm a, the non-code ducks. Uh, I'm going I'm to pin it up here at the top, but talk to us a little bit about like, what, is, what has been your journey as the founder of non-code ducks and all the different like mechanics that you've built in? Like what's your, been your motivation? Give us a little bit of that like background. Well, uh, Nunca for me was an amazing, amazing journey. And it, for me, it's just starting. Uh, I used to work all my life in startups. Uh, before starting Nunca I was running a, a startup called Wipe that I sold to a VC. And then uh, I started my, my journey into Web3. And when we start watching NFTs, uh, we were just only in crypto. Uh, we, we saw that there were many things in the space that I really didn't like, you know, all these influencer things and the hype and the way projects mean. So we decided to go uh, with a real organic project. We didn't spend a dime into marketing and we went to mean the project without creating hype around. So Nokodax took us over three months to mint, but the result is super incredible. And I think it's something that, that, many projects need to need to use as as benchmark because we over a year we have still 75 percent of the people holding science mint that's something that you're not going to find in any other project and i'm pretty sure that this is because of that you know uh people that really take the time and decide to invest their money and their time into building something they don't uh, get uh, used. They, they don't flip it very fast because they feel part. You know, this uh, is a sentiment of pertinence that that non-Kodak uh, holders have, and and the result of that is after a year we went everyone to Punta Cana. It was like going with friends. You know, forty different fifty people going with their families to Punta Cana for a week it was really amazing. Besides of that, is a project that is really much more as a BFP. Uh, we really use a strong to- tokenomics. Science February, when we saw that the market were, were losing volume, we started with our burning mechanism to try to balance the supply and the demand. We also have uh, many, many, many utilities that are, it's, it's complicated when you see a project that don't have, you know, a high floor price, but have many things happening that, that rewards you. For example, we drop every month uh, randomly X and those X 
a cost over three or five times the the price of a DAC. Uh, you when you buy an OG Nankadax, you can open your your merch store and ship worldwide and earn commissions by using your IP. So the first day you have a Nankadax, you you have an opportunity of you know making money by by having a business. Uh, and there are many, many other things. Now, the most important one is that we are that we are creating a decentralized influencer platform to try to to break with this hegemony of of big influencers dropping their NFTs to their holders. So everyone, regarding the amount of followers they have, will be able to create quality content for brands and they will get rewarded in it. So we are building for all this space, not just for the DAX. And with the money that we receive from commissions of that platform, we are going to found the marketplace that will run exclusively in Quax. So DAX holder, we get all the benefits of what we are building. Uh, we launched the whitelist for this four days ago and we have over 3,000 people that listed for, for minting that. So what you're saying is you haven't been doing much since the mint. You've just been sitting around, uh, you know, just hanging out. Not, <laughs> uh, I mean, how awesome. Um, I just pinned it up there in the nest. Uh, we minted, you know, today is day 362. Uh, we minted non-code docs, and I'm very proud to say all four of them in that, cert- in that uh, picture up above uh, are still in my wallet. One of them is in the collection. Three of them are my own. Uh, we mentioned them before they sold out. You can actually see I put hashtag almost sold out. It was on on Christmas Day uh, or not Christmas Day on New Year's Eve um, that we minted on part of this project. And uh, and I know one of the your biggest advocates, Doug Baster um, and Traffy and I were you were mentioned many times in dinners that we had together um, in London. Uh, Traffy, I know you want to throw in Mike Shores. Thanks. Yeah, I, I just want to say what's up, Duckmaster. Um, if anyone's not familiar with Duckmaster's uh, works with the non ducks or with the NFT venues, definitely check out what Duckmaster is doing. So many of us know in general that discords overall are have been exhausting and, and many of them have been um, you know, dying out for you know one reason or another. But Duckmaster's discord and, and the things that he does, um, I always joke like, did ducks even sleep? Because Duckmaster seemingly does not. So Fanzo, you're you know you're you're the hardest working guy I know in in Web three, but right up there with you is Duckmaster. So my OG collective brother, Duckmaster, you know I always support you. But if anybody wants to see what it's like to really be grinding it out as as a uh, NFT project founder, give Duckmaster a follow. Duck, that's why I talk so much about you in real life and on my my podcast because what you're doing is incredible. It's in, uh, inspiration for all of us. So shout out, Duck. Well, thank you very much, uh, Try for your words. Uh, just trying to make, you know, the, the good things for the space because I was listening very carefully to to the part I, I hear of fans when I joined this space. And when we talk that we are very early, it's not about making money. We are early to create this space. The future of this space depends on the people that are here right now. We are right in the future of NFTs. So whenever a big brand or the, the next collection will appear, they will try to find people like us, people that have the experience, that know what happened in the origin of the NFTs, what happened in the bear market, what, what works, what didn't work. You know, the experience here is, is something that is much valuable than any money you can make. So uh, I really think that 
we are going to find many opportunities of capitalizing our time in here uh, and all the things that that we are giving because right now we are just giving our time trying to find a, a way to to add value but i think that in the future we, we will have the reward for this for sure amen to that my friend and i also how cool you know we minted uh the ducks as duck as uh number 50 and then we doubled down Duckmaster, and we minted the venues as number 248 and i will say there are 12 collections um, out of the 365 that we decided to double down on. Um, and we're like, hey, they, they launched something great um, that we believed in and they're still building this space. We're going to support their, their second project. And um, and we did that with Chibi Labs. We did that with Sabit, uh, one of one artist. We did that with Duckmaster and, and you know, Nonco Ducks and now NFT Venues. We just recently did it with Meta Athletes, with Drew's uh, community where he dropped the male PFPs uh, originally and now the the female PFPs that are there as well, um, and I think you know, like, this is what this is all about. I I mean I I mean this sure as hell has not been making us money. I can tell you that for 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 a damn sure. It's been um, a grind to buy an NFT every day, uh, to research every day, and then to put out a podcast every day. And we you know we just hit two thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel, and some people might seem like that's not much, right? I have uh, you know I have one hundred fifty thousand followers here on Twitter. But for us, it's been a lot of, you know, where can we educate and help out the most? Like This hasn't been a where can we make the most money game. This has been a, you know, like we want to spread our message, spread our mission. I mean, our, our call to action on the podcast for all of these days has been just share it out. Like we, we're not asking um, for much more than that. And I think it's just because we have to surround ourselves with good people to, to build for the future. And so I'm, I'm so glad you brought up that up, Doug Master, and, you know, proud to have two of your your pieces here. Um, in, in our collection, <clears throat> excuse me. I see. Uh, I see. Jordash is dropping some more emojis, so that might mean bath time might be uh, a little bit less over. Jordash, how's it going, man? Man, doing well, doing well. Just uh, you know, running errands, getting things done. Voted today. You know, trying not to look at the market, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I feel like the more people that decided to do things that had nothing to do with, um, you know, sit around buying an NFT. Like the, today is a perfect example for everyone that wants to know what my life looks like buying an nft every day like the nft that i planned on buying this morning uh i believe when i clicked it the gas price was double what the price of the nft was now if this was december i probably would have just bought it because that was what we were used to back then um now we've realized that was ridiculous and stupid and crazy and you know uh, i've been looking at uh at cardano today uh gonna buy an nft over there on cardano uh add that to our our kind of our our mission in our world um and, and you know jordash i know you know we had you know, we talked a lot in London on, you know, DAOs and, and strate- on strategy and marketing. And uh, it's pretty cool with, you know, having Craig up here and having uh, Jeremy up here and, and Becky and, and so many just amazing uh, humans that have been in the space for a while. And, and for those that aren't familiar, um, you know, Jordash is going to be one of our, our new co-hosts um, of the podcast for season two. So you're going to hear uh, a lot more from Jordash. He's going to help uh, carry this mantle uh, with his background of marketing and branding and, and a lot of just, you know, great experience, not only that in that world, but uh, as a speaker and a, as a massive collector and a lot of uh, great projects that are in our uh, our collection as well. And an, another amazing human, you know, we have Travi who's dropping tomorrow. We have Duckmaster who's dropped 3,000 things in the last uh, not too long. We have Craig who's building. Uh, and then we have uh, my good friend, Austin, known as Super Gay Dad here on 
uh, the platform, who's uh, ramping up for dropping uh, Galactic Gaylords, who I happen to be an advisor on that project um, as well. And uh, this space freaking needs this project more so than I could uh, ever imagine. So I see Austin, you threw your hand up there. What say you, my friend? Good to see you tonight. Yeah, thanks for that awesome intro there, Fanzo. I just wanted to jump up quick. It's actually, it sounds like me and Jordash are maybe on the same schedule, but it's mid-bedtime routine right now. But I wanted to get up here and just congratulate you on the huge feat of doing a podcast every day, which is absolutely insane. And I wanted to throw out my top three podcasts that really resonated with me or top three episodes. Uh, the first one was your Kiss episode, the uh, Keep It Simple Stupid um, sometimes I feel like when we're getting into this space, you have these grand ideas and you seem to overcomplicate things and it's already tough enough to get into the NFT space for most people. So that really resonated with us because we had some, some really cool ideas, which are maybe a breadcrumb of a future idea that might come, but for launching and getting a project out there, I just think that was one of your best episodes that really spoke to me. Um, the next one would definitely have to be the uh, community managers versus community moderators. And that is the most shared podcast that I think I have ever shared. I've shared it with absolutely anyone trying to run a project or a community because I think it gave such a good distinction between those two roles and that they are very like completely different. And uh, the last one here, just before I have to run, are the three or not the three, the eight C's of community building. I just thought that that was um, a great way to shed light on building the right communities and not just going for those metric numbers of uh, how many people you have in your Discord. Oh, man. I, I, I love that you dropped that. I'll tell you, when you texted me last night, um, you, know, you listened to the show and you said, hey, these are my three favorite episodes. I, you know, I sat back and for those that, you know, and, and, and Austin, you have to jump. Go ahead and jump, my friend. And thanks for for jumping up and sharing. And we'll have a lot more on uh, Galactic Gaylords and that drop uh, in the very near future for all those listening. Um, but, you know, when you share that, Austin, you know, for those that don't know, like as much, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed. You know, I, I, my mom likes to say I came out of the womb talking uh, and it took me about 30 years to figure out how to have a job that would make the, the pay the bills for that, um, that skill set. You know, there's no, there's no college degree for being the guy that likes to talk. Um, but, you know, thankfully between being a, a full-time keynote speaker, uh, a content creator and a podcaster, um, that world has kind of come to life. But I will tell you, um, you know, I preach consistency for my, you know, for a long while. And I would often say, you know, do as I say, not as I do, right. That used to be my model, but I, I don't believe I ever understood, uh, how difficult consistency is. And, um, you know, for me doing these episodes every day, uh, it's not been, I haven't run out of topics. I, I, I will tell you that this damn space is so changing and so chaotic that I never run out of stuff to talk about, but, you know, getting myself in the right mindset, right. Being able to set myself up to, to give all I can in every episode, share as passionate as I can to, to be as detailed as the interviews, right. I take such great pride in the interviews and, and just hearing those three episodes that Austin, that you shared were, were three of your favorites. I'll, I'll say those are you know, two of those three are ones that were, I was struggling those days, like really struggling to put out an episode. And I had a, a different topic in mind. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to one of the topics I'm like most passionate about, you know, that, that keep it, keep it simple, stupid, uh, kiss episode. Like I, I remember that it's kind of crazy to think I've done all these episodes, but I remember that day 
Like it was an ADHD day that was um, not very good. It was a day that I was you know, lacking um, not only focus, but energy. Uh, I was dealing some things, you know, as a co-parent. Uh, and I remember, you know, I, I think I had recorded once and halfway through the episode, a different episode, I decided that I needed to like reset. I went to my, my daughter's soccer game. I came back and I decided to knock that episode out. And so when I hear that, like that episode was so impactful and one of your top three, it's like, damn, like that is, that is something really cool about this whole thing is that, you know, the beauty is I get to talk every day on the, on the podcast. The, the cool part is just finding out, you know, there, you never know who you're impacting. You never know what things hit people at the right time in different spaces and different times. Um, so Austin, I appreciate those shares and, and you putting that out there and, you know, for everyone kind of jumping in the, into the space and, you know, I will also say for everyone that's up here, and you know, if, if you're in the audience, you want to raise your hand. I, I, I see Shaq, uh, the the team from Shaq Gives Back is here. We minted them into our collection. I see Deborah's in the house. I see uh, Jail Two is in the house. I know Native was up here earlier. Native, I wasn't. Uh, I was gonna throw it your way, Native. So if you want to jump back up, feel free to uh, jump back up. I see Our Planet's in the house. We minted Our Planet recently uh, into our collection, uh, and I also see a bunch of people that that bought and supported. Uh, the AI art drop. And I, and I have to say like, that's another component of this that I just have to say thank you to. I have to say thank you for, um, you know, the support. Thank you for encouraging me to kind of get out my comfort zone. I, I, I might've been someone that's been able to, you know, I came out of the womb talking. Uh, I sure as hell did not come out of the womb as a creative uh, or as someone that considered themselves an artist. And that was, uh, you know, one of the days that I, I probably slept the least was the day before that first drop of AI art, just because I, I didn't, I respect the space so much and those that are considering themselves artists and, and just the resounding support, you know, the, the love has been uh, overwhelming. And it's been something that keeps me motivating. And, you know, when people ask about, you know, how have we done this for, you know, 362 days, which will be 365 on Friday, it's a, it's a collective, collective team effort. And I say team as in every listener, every builder, every, founder every creator of other shows people that are in this space they just give a damn right if you give a damn and you show up and you care about others and you're building shit like that's what keeps all of us moving right and it's when the down days are there and i, I and i can see that becky's putting out stuff uh about you know crypto chicks and the community and you know and becky and i live a little bit different of life when it comes to pfps for those that aren't familiar um there's two ways to do your pfps you could do the becky style where your PFP is so much you that the project mints your own version uh, of an NFT, which is that, you know, one that she represents. Um, And then you could have the ADHD version of PFP, which is what I represent, where I have a different PFP just about uh, every hour, every other hour. um, It seems uh, probably the one that I'm wearing right now has been the longest uh, one I've worn in a good while. This is a Tokyo punk from uh, Sabit that I just felt like was uh, everything for me. But uh, I just think there's such a cool way that we all can kind of find our own way in this space. And and one of those other people that has found their own way and, and done a great job of bringing in other projects and people, uh, Native, uh, you know, Jen, who's, you know, somehow in the snow um, in the great Northwest uh, of Canada land. Uh, Native, thanks for, you know, being a rock star, being a part of our team. And uh, what say you, my friend? Hi, just thanks for having me. Definitely. It snowed like four feet within the last week and you'd think I'd be in Alaska or something, but I'm in freaking Saskatchewan, Canada, and that's just flat land. (laughs) 
Anyway, it's been such a fun ride, and I have to just like put out today, or was it yesterday? We lost Shirley Lowe, my bestie. So I'm just gonna have a moment for her. She's been all in all my spaces, and we've seen her face everywhere. And now they're making an NFT about her. So, girl, if you're a girl or a bot, I love you. Just reaching out to her. Anyway, back to our story. Yeah, it's been such a ride. Um, just coming along and joining the community. It's definitely not what it used to be anymore. We had a tight knit uh, community and everybody was there at the start. And I think after the collapse, everybody just started drifting away. And that's okay, because everybody has lives and everything. And people are right, just the builders are left kind of right now. And that's okay, because we're going to build this up and make something about it. And I'm excited to just onboard more people into this space. And I really want to say, yes, I have uh, I have really embraced uh, a writer in me that I've loved. And just going over every project has been really inspiring. I like to write about projects I know about more because if I don't know about them, I really don't have that much inspiration, but it just creates more research for me. But overall, just like talking about my friends and this overall experience has been like one of the best, best things I've ever done in my life. And the people that I've met on the way are definitely long life friends that I'm helping work in projects and everything. And I can just say least like, like now that we're ending, I still don't want to make a project. And I rather just work with people that make projects. So like, that's where I'm at. And I can't wait for Friday's reunion show because that'll be lots of fun. Thank you. Oh, love you, Jen. And yes, uh, Friday morning, anyone that loves reality TV, uh, if you're a Bachelor fan, it's called After the Rose or Survivor. You know, where are they now? I'm a Big Brother fan. Um, and I, I do not like these thumbs down, Jordash and Drew. Um, I am a I am a reality TV uh, whore, slut. You can call me whatever you want. I love all reality TV. Um, I think I watched 10 years of uh, Survivor without missing uh, an episode. And so we're going to do kind of a one of those. We, we brought in Katie, a good friend of our community. She's going to be the host, the Jeff Probes of the, uh, of the after show. And she's going to interview um, the team 11 a.m. on Friday. Love for people to come in and support. You're going to hear pretty much the whole journey and how everybody's uh, roles have come, you know, kind of come to life. And if you haven't seen what Native has been doing for our community, I, I, if I had one call to action for tonight, it's actually just to click on you know Native's profile or the up there in the nest. She's literally been digging through all of these different projects that I've minted, and I'll tell you, I was a little nervous because uh, Jen started doing that, and I was like, man, she's gonna go this deep in these projects. I hope some of them don't suck a lot worse now than they did whenever you know I minted them because um, there's you know there's some projects that that. If, if people would have looked at them six months ago, I would look like a freaking genius. Um, and you look at them now and they haven't tweeted in three and a half months and uh, they have, they just kind of w disappeared a little bit on us. And I, I think that's just part of the story, but um, what native has done and, and uh, you know, kind of picking up the mantle of doing something every day. And I know Kevin's in here as well. You know, Kevin's been doing a video every day for a hundred days uh, counting down the podcast. And so for anyone that's in here, I think Jen, you set me up pretty nicely on this, right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your experience or your background is. Like we all have a role that we can play in this space. And like the only way you're going to find it is if you can be curious and be open and, and willing to try things. 
for those that don't know, um, Native told us in a Discord many, many months ago that she was thinking about, thinking about, <clears throat> she was thinking about, thinking about, thinking about, thinking about raising her hand in a Twitter space. And she was super nervous about, you know, uh, talking in a Twitter space. Yet anyone that knew her in our Discord spaces knew her as someone that is vibrant and has a whole lot to say. And she's not afraid to let her soul maxi shine. And I will tell you, she spoke in that space. I think it was the next week. She was co-hosting spaces with others. And not only did she take that and ran with it, she then took on this role of uh, kind of summarizing a lot of these projects. And like to me, Native, you represent everything that's good in this in this Web three space. You are you are someone that is you know blindfully helpful to all of us. You are you know you are someone that is willing to put in the work. You also are willing to like. Hey, I don't want to own my own project. I want to support, and I and I just appreciate you and and everything you brought to this community. Oh well, that's just so sweet. Thank you, Fern. So I'm I think I think everybody should embrace every possible job in this space, and I think that's what I did the whole way from trying to be a graphic designer, which I'm kind of a little bit, but totally not as good as Ryan or Kevin to trying to collab with projects, which I'm great at, meeting people and doing my writing. I'm definitely not an artist. AI helps me, but that's still not my space. So like, I just want to tell people, embrace every little job in this space and see if it's right for you because you could be like me and never know that writing was where I belong. And I just, creating content content is what I love to do and I've realized that that's what we really need a lot of in this space so like try try something new and be authentic because that's what we really need don't try to be somebody else that you're not be yourself and everybody will love you for that Mm, 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 mm. love every second of that native and it backs up exactly what Becky uh, was sharing earlier as well and I will say for everyone that's looking at like what does sustainability look like in this space, it's way too hard to be someone else. It's way too hard to act like you're, you know, more than, you know, it's uh, the only way we survive is, is being the one thing that no one else can be. Right. And I think that is uh, the beauty of what this space offers. Craig, I saw you throw your hand up. What say you, my friend? Yeah, man, I was just going to say, you know, what Jen said and what you reiterated are probably for me, you know, having been in the space now for, you know, close to two years, probably the most important aspect of web three is, exactly what you said surround yourself with good quality people that can have a positive impact on you as a person and you as a project and then you whatever your presence is in web3 is you know make the connections you know as you said jen got into a space was tentative to speak and now look at her you know and it's it's all about you know finding your own self-confidence and engaging with those people that can have a, a massive impact on you like what you know my connection with you fans oh and you drew and, and other people in the space Hermie uh, and um you know Caden down in the listeners panel has just been you know life-changing for me in my role in web3 and I can't you know reiterate to people enough about the importance of making those quality connections and building those outstanding relationships that you know I can I now consider my web3 family not just community members you know you guys are family to me so um you know just keep fighting the fight and um you know making those connections everyone I love that I love that Craig and I'll just say the only thing that goes up in value and importance when everything else is going down in crypto are the relationships that we have right because we have to lean on each other when uh when everything else is following Becky I saw you threw your hand up what say you 
Yeah, I just wanted to piggyback on that one. Well, two things. One, I think it's super important to show the appreciation for the people that have lifted you up in the space. It's really hard to be here. It's hard to be here day after day. It's hard to show up. It's hard to continue programming and doing everything that you're doing and keep that positive momentum. But we all know the second you slip, it's that much harder to keep going. So find people that you can really lean in on and trust and link up and do the damn thing. Like kudos to you, Fanzo, for doing a podcast every day. I can't even imagine the grind that that took, but you know, I'm an avid listener and I love all the information you put out. It's like part, I mean, like you are such an inspiration to me. It's part of the reason that I said yes to co-hosting Girls Tonight with Liz, who's also in the audience. So shout out to Liz. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it without her. And I think it's so important that we find our team, we find our supporters. Like I mentioned this earlier, but Travi is a huge supporter of just like me as a person. And those relationships, the people who check on you when you go quiet and the people who notice when you're not as vibrant in your community or in your tweets or just, you know, the people who notice are the ones who care. And I feel like it's important for us to all realize that those are the people we should be leaning on and that we should be connecting with because there's a reason that they see you, you know, like there's a reason that their vibe has attracted your vibe. And there's a reason that we're all here and in this space, in this room together. Like, I just don't think any of this is coincidence. And I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity and for, you know, you connecting with me, Fanzo. And I will literally never forget our first hug at NFTNYC. Like it was just the biggest bear hug. And I felt so like loved and appreciated. And I'm like very small potatoes. So it meant so much to me. And I just really wanted to just give you that same praise and appreciation that I feel like you give so many people. Well, I, I, I literally, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I was going to say, you know, I remember, you know, seeing yourself and Vic there at the Crypto Chicks breakfast and, you know, it was like, oh my goodness, this is our family, right? Like this is, you know, and it's giant hugs. And even though we didn't get to spend as much time as we would have liked because that damn New York environment, it just is crazy when it comes to the, that NFT NYC event. But I also think, you know, you brought up something too there, right? Like I think, you know, I will just tell you when I look through the audience and I, I scroll through my phone, just it's a it's a clubhouse habit, I think, from all my hours I spent on Clubhouse. And I see Steve Jordan in the house who who's in Australia down under and who's supported the the podcast, ADHD coin. I see I see Amy in the house. Amy, who has been a, a Discord mod, and Carter, who's in my opinion, hands down the number one uh, you know, game night host that there is in this space and anyone that wants to argue with that with me. I, I challenge uh, your your host of uh, game night against our host of a game night any day of the week. I think Carter does uh, an amazing job in that. And so I, you're right. Like the people that we've been surrounding ourselves with, as Native said, some have come, some have gone, some have had to have their own decisions and had to go back into maybe web two or, or change their roles. But so many people that have come in gone and, and are in this space. They're in here right now. They're listening. And I, I appreciate each one of you. Uh, Travi, what say you, my friend? Uh, just some of what Becky was saying. What's up, Becky? You're not small potatoes. We love you, Becky. And Liz, we love Girls Night and Web3. Um, and I just want to definitely say this, too, while we're having a Fanzo Love Fest here. Um, a lot of people know, maybe you don't know, I don't know. Like, I was also timid native to, to speak in a Twitter space. And, 
it took fans though to say, you know, be authentic and be yourself and, and people will like you. And then, so I started speaking in Twitter spaces and, you know, and now with what's going on with fans, you know, it's just having a podcast and being a guest on yours and dropping the project. I mean, you're, you're an inspiration to like, it's, it almost feels like we're like a high school class together. Like where the, where the people left and we're going to be graduating and then there's going to be a whole new crop of people, you know, when the market gets better. Um, so I can't, I can't overstate the impact you've had on, on everybody here in the space. And, um, I, I just appreciate you immensely and, and I love just getting to know your team and, uh, Drew and, and Delphi and everybody, just what the whole team has done has just been incredible. So it's going to be great to celebrate with you guys on Friday, 365 is finally coming to an end. It's like this bittersweet thing, but as you said, season two is coming. So we have something to look forward to. Um, and also if you guys didn't hear Fanzo is my, uh, my top advisor and partner on the project I'm dropping tomorrow. So um, a lot of appreciation and love from me to you and, and your whole team, bro. Well, I mean, I appreciate that. I, I still will argue um, that you sandbagged the shit out of me on the fact that you said you were nervous about a Twitter space and that you were worried because I jumped in that space already to be like champion coach. Like I better emoji the shit out of this guy because he's worried. And he was like literally cast in a conversation running diamond dogs like it was a boss and i was like wait a second i was like i think this guy literally just sandbagged the shit out of me and now he happens to have fired up on the blockchain and and dropping his project tomorrow and um i mean this is what the space is about it's what you know it's what's motivated me me throughout the thing and you know i've been very thankful you know drew and and delphi cat and and leslie and uh, i see ryan had jumped in the space as well and 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 i mean so many amazing people uh kevin you know our team and the team also includes everybody who's listened and shared feedback and reminded us like, Hey, this is something I care about. Or, you know, the couple of times where an episode didn't come out till 11 o'clock at night, uh, my DMS would just be flooded on people like, don't make this the day you, you miss out. And you, what the hell are you doing? Don't let, you know, or maybe Drew just deletes my podcast episode when I'm in London and I have to be like freaking out at, you know, drunk three 30 in the morning. Uh, I'm like, how did you delete my podcast? Right. Drew, that that's true. Right. Is that not really what happened? That's fake news. That was, that was all <laughs> you. Use your error. You can, you can blame it on me, but, uh, that's definitely fake news. Uh, last time I checked Google drive still works. And the best part was I told the story the next morning, every single person's like, how the hell does he delete something out of Google drive? And I was like, Better question is how the hell did I was I he just got lucky that I was still awake at three thirty in the morning and it was actually the night that Jordash Jordash decided to you know take us on the longest journey ever to find food with his tiny <laughs> umbrella. Hold on now, hold on. That, now. That's a true story. Look, hold on now, y'all, y'all, hold on. This this ain't this ain't this is a fans of Luffus. They ain't gang up on Jordash tonight. To be fair. I was the only one that actually had a phone with GPS to actually look at what restaurants were open. It just so happened to be near my hotel that they escorted me back to. So it's not my fault. Well, I, in a way you're Jordan. I see like as much as I'm going to be like, blaming you and Travi was with us that night. Uh, you, you know, you also helped us save for that episode. Cause when I don't know if Drew expected me to reply at three 30 in the morning and then like all the way till four 30 and I was trying to re upload it. And I, I honestly was like, not only was I extremely drunk and you know my legs are exhausted because I had to walk all the way back from you know the land of Jordash's hotel and um, you know when we had flown across the pond the day before. But uh, you know that's I mean that's the, 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 like the stories within the stories of this podcast. I can't tell people enough the uh, 
the little nuance. Even today, today's episode is about influencer marketing and and how we have to really dial in what we think of an influencer. And I'll spoil the uh, call to action at the end. It's pretty much I'm going to challenge everybody to realign who they look up to in this space uh, and draw it back to zero and start making you know asking people questions and questioning what the hell is going on in this space and don't allow. Um, someone's number of followers, the, the, how many people are on their radio show, or how many how many you know PFPs they claim to have. Don't let that be the reason that they influence you to do what you do. Because uh, right now we have to reexamine that because we're gonna we're gonna we're reaching in a better times so and we're gonna have this you know builder world where we're gonna start building things that help us all as creatives. And we can't allow those you know that are just influenced by proxy or influenced because. They happen to be in the right clubhouse room at the right time. Like it's just that's kind of the call to action today's episode, and so it kind of fits in there perfectly. Uh, you know, Travi, I, I'm very blessed. You know, I'm I'm thankful to to be surrounded, and I I, I take all those compliments. I think it's important for us to uh, also absorb you know praise that we do get because uh, the down times are tough, and the, this is often a, a, a grind. Uh, and if we're not accepting the praise or, or the thanks that we get. Uh, what the hell are we doing this whole freaking thing for, right? It's a, it's, um, it's easy, and I suck at it as a speaker. Uh, I've had standing ovations where I walk off the stage, and people come up to me afterwards and like, "Well, that was rude. Why the hell did you walk off the stage?" And I'm like, "Cause I was kind of embarrassed and didn't know what the hell to do. I'm standing there, and all y'all are standing, and I'm like, and they're like, "Yeah, you're supposed to stand there and accept it." I was like, "Well, can I? Can y'all sit back down next time?" But I, I say that like kind of tongue in cheek because I think it is important to kind of. Uh, you know, reminisce and kind of, you know, kind of own some of those things. Uh, Craig, what, what are your thoughts? You know, I just wanted to say, you know, I had two comments. First, I want to circle back to you being sandbagged um, and say to um, to you, don't hate the player, hate the game, brother. And Trev, well played, well played. Um, but in terms of your influencer discussion, the first thing I do when I'm engaging with any influence or anyone who has the the word influencer in their bio the first thing i ask them directly is what do you influence tell me what your influence in web3 is uh, and then i make the ultimate decision you know do i engage with that person obviously i do my research into that person also but you know there's so many people that just write in their bio social media influencer which means absolutely nothing you know in in any space not just web3 but in any space so you know, ask yourself the question, what are they influencing? And then engage and find out from them themselves, you know, you tell me what you influence. And if they can't answer you, where where do you go? You know, they need to be able to provide the information back to you also to say, so that, you know, they understand what they're influencing in whatever their um, genre is, you know, they have to be able to provide that information. So just a little nugget that I use when I, um, when I engage with an influencer, but yes, well played, Travi, well played. I, I love it, Craig. Uh, and you know, and I'll, I'll just say, you know, I, I would challenge people to listen to today's episode because I, I do kind of dive into that as well. And you know, I've spent eight years. Um, this is my eighth year making you know six figures worth of, of profit as a content marketing influencer, as someone that creates content. And uh, I remember, like for me, I, that's why I don't shy away from the word influencer. I I own it because it, it pays bills. It, it puts food on my table, but it's also something that that keeps me up at night. It's why if I have a guest on the podcast, uh, I don't take it lightly with that. I want someone that um, you know is trusted because they're as much representing my brand as they are anyone else's. And I will also say 
you know, it, it takes a long time to build that trust and it takes, well, it used to take one wrong tweet to mess that up. Um, right now, I think we're, we're giving a lot of, uh, you know, latitude to uh, way too many people in this space, especially male founders. Um, I, I would challenge us all as a space as well. Um, do we give the same amount of, of, of respect or even the same amount of forgiveness or second chances, third chances, fourth chances uh, to minorities and female founders as we do to male founders? And I'm going to answer the question for us all and say no. And I don't think that is something that we should be okay with in this space. I think it's something that, you know, if we're going to hold uh, projects accountable for, you know, things they say and things they do and, you know, project founders that just tweet, you know, randomly, um, you know, just their, their thoughts because they like to be center of attention and then they apologize and say that they're learning their lesson and then they do the same damn thing again. Uh, if that was a, a female-led project, um, they would be buried and they'd be, you know, we'd be kind of having spaces about them. And, and unfortunately, right now, there's a lot of people that are getting away with things that, you know, I don't think is is okay. So I'm, I'm a big fan for a second, third, fourth chances, but I'm a bigger fan for accountability and uh, not only equality in how we treat people, but equality in how we kind of stand up, um, you know, on stages, on spaces. And, you know, I know that sometimes those spaces that are like a Jerry Springer show where people are yelling at each other, talking over each other, it can be entertaining. But we also have to remember that us hanging out in those spaces is just giving us, giving them more fuel to allow that, you know, childhood crypto bro drama to be what we think this space represents. And to me, it makes me, you know, sick to my stomach when there are, you know, amazing great founders that can't get 10, 15 people in our Twitter space, yet, you know, two ridiculous loudmouth, you know, crypto bros decide to yell at each other and, and bitch and moan. And, you know, they're the same ones that were spending $5,000 on other deeds, uh, gas prices, while now they're, you know, complaining about their creator fees and they need their $3 back for flipping NFTs. Um, yeah, I'm, it's a little bit of a rant there, but I, I'm, I'm at the point in this space that I believe that we, we must represent what we believe is important in this space, but we also must back that up with the NFTs that we hold, the places we spend time, the people that we support. Um, there's no more, I, I, you will not see me in a space that is, that is full of that toxic energy just for entertainment because, I don't want anyone to think that me being in that space uh, validates that kind of uh, of action, and especially in a market right now, this world is full of enough bad news, enough fake news, enough you know ridiculous things happening. Uh, we don't need to you know incite it here in this uh, in this Web three NFT space. But completely side rant, um, Drew. I, I know um, you know besides the fact that you were deleting my uh, my podcast episodes, and and you're to blame for this whole damn daily podcast because. Um, if it wasn't for you, I would have a lot less stress uh, over these last 365 days. But, I mean, pretty good space tonight, don't you think, my friend? This was a lot of fun. No, it was amazing. I loved. Uh, I really loved how organic it was, having uh, all these different collections that we minted over the past year pop in, say hello, and give us updates. And uh, for the podcast producers out there, when you're on Google Drive, the delete button <laughs> is right next to the download button. So uh, just be wary of that and, and watch out for that in the future. But uh, – yeah, fans, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. This was a really cool space. I mean, I literally asked you at the beginning of the show if we were going to have anybody come in, and I, we didn't have anybody planned. And uh, having everybody pop in like this was really cool. And uh, tomorrow we'll bring some people from the meta-athletes community and coaches and athletes, and uh, really excited to continue the conversation tomorrow. Yes, 100%. I see Tribe Odyssey is in the house. Tribe, if you want to 
stop by tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Love to have you up. Um, you were one of my uh, favorite expansion projects uh, after the expansion punks. We had Jeremy here and um, two of the projects that I probably connected with the the community members the most happen to be two of those message, uh, two of those communities. So I uh, love that you dropped in. I also saw some members of uh, some of the other communities, bulls and apes in the house. Um, you know, anyone from, you know, any of the projects that have been minted, you know, feel free to stop in tomorrow night, 8 PM or even uh, Thursday night, 8 PM uh, Eastern time. Uh, Jordash, anything you want to throw in other than, you know, you like tiny umbrellas and I like to blame you for long walks at night. Look, man, my umbrella, was perfectly sized for me, myself, and I. It kept me dry. I was a smart one who actually brought an umbrella to London, so you can't hate on that. But no, all jokes aside, um, you know it's it's awesome just um, hearing these stories, hearing people, other other project uh, founders' perspectives, um, hearing the journey, kind of where they were at when you minted them, and kind of where they're at now. But to be honest with you, you know one of the things I really loved was, you know, fans of your you're the genesis of this whole community that you've created and brought together in this nft 365 and you saw how much you know just in this space tonight knowledge was shared connections were shared opportunities are gonna you know the the ripple effect started tonight with some of these people in this in this space that they're gonna get connected and help help their projects grow so you know this is this is what it's all about and i think what um somebody said earlier was you know we're we're the people that are still here the people that are still connecting, the people that are still supporting each other, um, you know, we're going to be the ones that are, are you know, flying high here in, 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 you know, in the next 18, 24, 36 months, you know, as we get out of this, you know, mess that we're in right now, which, you know, at the end of the day, it's an opportunity, right? All problems are opportunities. So, you know, I think it's, it's going to speak volumes when we can look back in, you know, two years, three years and be like, you remember when you were two days away from minting 365 days and, you know, FTX was about to fail and all this craziness and look at where we're at now. So, you know, I think I just want to commend you for creating the space, creating the community, creating the connections that you're creating with everybody here. And, you know, I can't wait to look forward to uh, season two. Yes, sir. And I think people can feel right there why um, Jordash is going to bring his fire and passion and experience to, you know, season two. We have a couple other um, amazing humans that are also going to take on a couple different episodes um, each month. Uh, you know, we are, you know, we are continuing after, uh, you know, after the, the Friday, right? The Friday is a celebration of, you know, honestly, for me, it's, um, it's more so a celebration of what I didn't know was even possible, right? I spent 40 years of my life telling myself that uh, consistency wasn't in my, in my strength. It wasn't in something that I could do. And, you know, even when Drew, you know, twisted my arm and came up with this crazy idea of a daily podcast, you know, I told him straight up, I was like, if we make it to Christmas, we better freaking celebrate. Right. And I don't think I even ever envisioned what the next November would look like, um, let alone buying the NFT every single day. And, uh, I do want to say we you know, we did create a spatial um, a spatial metaverse where you can walk through and look at every single NFT that we bought. Um, I, I have the twin uh, the tweet pinned here. I'll pin it um, back to the top. Um, you can jump in there now if you want, or whenever it's a good time for you. Just feel free to if you want to retweet that, that'd be great. But if you want to bookmark it, um, and you can go in and check out all the different NFTs we bought. And I'll just say for tonight. Um, and I see right now we have Tribe in the house. We have uh, Our Planet. I see Wild Goat Gangs in the house. Um, these are all projects that we've minted in our collection. I can tell you where I was at when we minted them. I can tell you what I loved about their project, the utility, the things that they were driving. Um, but I'll just say like from tonight, you know, when people talk about this space, about NFTs, 
they talk about a lot of like um, you know things that people that aren't around, people that aren't that that didn't make it, or or even just like the toxicity toxicity, or you know like oh my goodness, like you know anyone who minted a project back in November, December, January, you know they those are, those were the you know the founders that were there for money grabs. Well, I'm just here to tell you, anyone that's been in this space the whole time, you know, we just had three founders that have literally just been building and building and building and showing up and building more. And we have new founders like Travi that's going to drop a project, the pre-mint of his project tomorrow. Um, you know, we had, you know, Super Gay Dad in here whose project will be dropping uh, later this month. Um, Meta Athletes just dropped their female PIPs. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a piss poor excuse if we don't find all of these great people and great projects that are happening right now, because there are, and there are great people that have been around for a long time. And just because maybe they're not anointed by the, you know, the grand poobab of Gary V or they're, they're not one that, you know, decided to roll out NFTs to kind of hold people uh, kind of hostage in their communities or whatever it may be. Um, it doesn't mean that there aren't uh, so many great things happening in this space. So I, that to me was what this was uh, a great reminder. It's been, it, I mean, Travi's project is called The Journey, and I'll just say I keep using the word The Journey, and it kind of just kind of plays nicely in there because um, I will I will say as a as a whole, you know, for all this, you know, all the support, all the love, um, I do feel like we're all just getting started together, right? We are we are on this uh, journey together, and we have a lot more to do. I I, I look at season two as just the next chapter. Uh, I we proved. Uh, you know, that this 365 model is a, a hell of a lot of work and there's a lot of great content, but it also came with a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice on um, even our ability to amplify some of the great content. Like I, I would argue, you know, some of the episodes that were less listened to than others probably might be some of the best episodes I ever created. Um, they just didn't get the the same love as other ones, right, for whatever reason. And I think part of that is just, you know, we have to recognize, you know, kind of our role and, and what we have moving forward. So uh, native, and I see what native and Craig. So I'll go to native first, and then I'll, I'll throw it over to Craig, and then we'll we'll close up for this evening. Thanks. I just wanted to say um, tonight, closing that um, take a look around and give some people a follow here. These are some really good people around us, and I appreciate you being here tonight. And please, please don't feel intimidated by the relationships we have all made already, because there's definitely a lot of room for new people to come in here. And I think that's one thing that I thought at the beginning and almost scared me away that I was intimidated about all these relationships. And I pushed through that perseverance. And today I have family members within this crowd. So like, please, please stick around and um, we will be there for you. Uh, thanks, everybody. No, uh, Jen, you, I tell you what, Jen, you are on fire tonight dropping exactly what needs to be said that hasn't been said yet, because that is something that is like a pet peeve that we as a space just have to be better on. We talk about onboarding the masses, but you know, that welcoming feeling we've all been there, right? You walk into a room or a Twitter space and you're like, damn, I missed it. It must be nice that they all know each other. They love each other. But I will tell you, there are people in this space that, that, that I know that reached out to me in the last month that just felt, they never knew who the hell I was. They never heard of me before. They, they found the podcast in the last month and they've been listening. They slide into my DMs, tell me what's going on. They've been sharing out the podcast. They jump into our game night and all of a sudden we're building that same kind of rapport and relationship. So native uh, spot on my friend. Thank you so much for that beautiful share and, and, and beautiful reminder that we do have to make sure with open arms that you know we are making everyone feel welcome and, 
just because you weren't in London or carrying around a tiny umbrella that didn't cover the front of your feet doesn't mean that you aren't, you know, welcomed into all of these uh, amazing spaces and, and conversations. Uh, Craig, over to you. Yeah, man, I just wanted to say, uh, just before you close, you know, um, you know, Hermie and I are, are going to be making an announcement in the next 24 hours in regards to the launch of MetaRides. So keep your eye out for that. Uh, I'll reach out to you guys um, in regards to our launch. Um, and that was pretty much it. But I do want to say one thing to you uh, and the people in the room, and that is, you know, in five to seven years as we head towards, you know, mass adoption in this space and, you know, we throw a lot of terms around in this space, you know, as you said earlier. And I think that, you know, in that five to seven year period when we reach, you know, closer to mass adoption and we look back and we use the term pioneer, um, you know, people are going to look at you, Fanzo and Drew and the people in this room and, and you guys are the, are the pioneers. And, you know, that's a that's a massive kudos to, to each person in this room and, you know, everybody that's grinding and working day to day as you guys are in Web3. So, you know, you are the pioneers and um, I'm excited for what the future holds towards mass adoption. So uh, just giving you some more flowers, brother. Well, I, I appreciate that. And um, I believe in that. I believe that we are, you know, I do believe in the power of the blockchain. I believe Web3 is going to unlock and change the way every aspect of every role of our business, of our lives work. And um, the last thing I'll kind of throw, I see 90 Babes jumped in as well. For Yeah, any of the projects, please jump in tomorrow night at 8. Um, one thing I just have to say, and I'm going to say this every day this week, um, I stand for creator royalties. I stand for creators being able to be able to not only um, continue to be supported, but the premise and the foundation of everything that I love in this space has to do with the fact that we will not allow ourselves to fall back into these old ways of doing things. And I know that you know for a lot of people we're building, we have heads down. Right now we need voices heard because for whatever reason, the voices of the flippers and those that wanna remove one of the core fundamental components of Web3 have got the attention of the big, you know, kahunas like like OpenSea, and I think it's shameful. And I I think OpenSea is is attempting to move in the right direction, but I think they that unfortunately the loudest voices recently are those that have been bitching about you know the creator fee and that they can't make their percentage and they have to sell it for more to actually make some money. And I I say tough shit to that because uh, I do believe in this idea of you know long term. You know, and and I and I think of it as myself, and it's weird. You know, as an AI art artist, right? I dropped these collections these the last you know six weeks, and you know we sold them for one hundred eleven dollars each, right? And the fact that you know I believe you know I'm going to be creating AI art for the next 10, 15, 20 years. You know, who's to say one of those pieces don't sell for six figures five years from now? And the idea that I wouldn't even be able to see a penny of that because of the the archaic ways of of how that has worked in the in the past makes me like sick to my stomach and i think you know for all of us in this space we have to rally together um for those that don't know betty from dead fellas um she's kind of rallying a bunch of founders together uh to unite and kind of bring our voices um to be heard but um right now more so than anything i i love and believe in uh creator royalties we have to figure out a way to get them on chain uh, I know Bobby Hundreds um, is working on on something that he'll be launching um, sometime this week that maybe we will all be able to implement as far as contracts uh, moving forward. But yeah, let's use our voices uh, together to to kind of rally behind the creators. The idea of 
not allowing um, these marketplaces that are 2.5, not Web3, uh, to dictate the way that we support each other, the way that we celebrate each other, and ultimately uh, the way we make this world a, a better place. So thanks, everybody, for jumping in. This was one hell of a space. I appreciate each and every one of you. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll do the same damn thing again. And Funny enough, I haven't bought today's NFT yet. So now I'm going to go buy uh, today's NFT and then I'll then I'll go crash. But uh, make it a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, talk to you tomorrow. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me. And as always, the show is not